Olivia with Olivia's podcast. And a little background on me. I am married to a musician, Ray Solis, who happens to be a bass player. He also does backup vocals, awesome backup vocals sometimes. He's with several local rock bands here in town um, out of Houston, Texas. And I decided to launch a podcast to feature wives of local musicians. And it's always about the guys. They have their star. We uh, pat them on the back. Uh, We pump them up. You know, we're their biggest fans. But this podcast is trying to get a little more personal on knowing who their sidekicks are their wives, their spouses, um, their biggest supporters. That's what this show is all about. So grab your drink, take a listen, and join me for my first show. I'm here, Olivia, in Olivia's podcast, and I have a special guest with me. Hey, how's it going? Tiffany, Tiffany Gilbert. Good to be here. Thanks for having me on. And you know, this podcast is about the wives. Mm, You know, it's always about the guys and you know, with their number one fans and, you know, they have their little spotlight and their star and all that. But let's, let's dig a little bit deep and talk to the wives and, you know, it's your mic. Take over the floor. Well, uh, my husband is Gigi Sleaze. Um, He was in a whole bunch of bands. Uh, Most notable is probably, uh, he was guitarist for Richie Ramone for a while for his world tours and uh, Prophets of Addiction, which is out of Washington, which they did a few tours. So, and That's a long way from Texas. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's all through contacts, but him yes. and Leslie have been friends for a long oh. time, and um, Leslie's actually become a good friend of mine, too, so it's kind of worked out. And then uh, Shock and Sally, Swinging Bottles, Pretty Vacant. There's yeah. a whole bunch of plethora of bands that he's, <laughs> he's been involved in. He does uh, mostly guitar, but uh-huh. he fills in with bass and uh, vocals as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sweet. So we're talking to the missus, who's also a musician. You're yeah. a singer. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't do as much as he does, obviously. But um, yeah, up and coming, trying to uh, get more stuff in. I actually oh. have a secret project in the works that hopefully within the month will be revealed. So, Oh, wow. Ex- you heard yeah. it here first. <laughs> Keep on the Thanks lookout. for the heads up. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and I love your style. I've seen Thank you. you. It's yes. different. It changes all the time. But um, yeah, when, when I first started getting into like the scene, it was more like trad goth. So a lot of like 80s style stuff. And then... It kind of moved to like um, sort of like my stage look where I like all the different mismatched prints and the big, oh. huge hair and the like makeup that's meant to look bad. Like yeah. it's it's supposed to look like a train Well, wreck, you totally rocked the, the thank look. You. you look so <laughs> awesome. How did you two meet? So funny story. I um, we met in Pennsylvania, like little tiny town. Um, it was kind of like our city, but not really the big city. Uh-huh. And he was playing a show and I wasn't supposed to be there, but last minute I found a ride there, bummed oh. 10 bucks from somebody's mom outside the club, <laughs> <laughs> managed to get in and, uh-huh. and, um, they were like, Oh, Richie Ramones playing. And I was like, Oh, sweet. Like I like wow. the Ramones, like, yeah. let's go. And, um, I was like, they'll never, ever play my favorite song though. Cause my favorite's always been Warthog, which is like one of the most like oh. punk songs that they have. Then I see this guy walk in through the doors <laughs> and uh, I was like, wow, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let that man ruin my entire life. But did, did you know that he was the musician? In no, the band? no, no, you didn't know. So I didn't. Oh, okay. Uh-uh. So he caught your eye before you even knew. He did. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> oh yeah. And then he got up on stage and I was like, nope, 
there goes that dream. <laughs> not not going to be with a musician. There's no chance. Uh, but they did my favorite song, weirdly uh, enough, and oh. he was the one who sang it. So, so that's double. Yeah. So I was starstruck. So you, and, yeah, you were starstruck. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I, you know, show's over. I'm talking to my friends. My sister was there, and I ended up uh, grabbing a napkin from the bar. I was like, hey, can you sign this? It's kind of like my segue. And he was like, why don't I get you a set list? Because what I didn't know was he thought I was cute too. So he was like trying to be all cool and oh. doing this. And I really just expected him to be the world's biggest asshole. Yeah. But because, um, you know, touring musician with like a famous name, like, yeah. you know, he's going to be yeah. cool. But he was so sweet. He told me he liked the pins on my jacket, you know, oh. and he was like, you know, I'd like to get to know you a little more. Like, how can I talk to you? Come to the next show. But unfortunately, I was like sleeping on people's couches and stuff. So I was like, oh. ah, I missed my ride. Like I got to go. Uh-huh. So we kept in contact. And then um, he actually asked Richie if I can go on tour with them for about a week. So I hopped in the van with them and just, <laughs> <laughs> just went wow. all over. <laughs> so, so it was cool. That's And how many shows did they have that week? Um, so there was did about you get to sit on? four, I think, four. that I went on. It was mainly uh, like uh, PA, New Jersey area, mainly Jersey. Oh. So it was close to my neck of the woods, but still yeah. a few hours out. And oh, okay. uh, we actually passed my house on one of the trips. So I thought that was funny. I was like, look where I live. And so you got to taste the life. Yeah, it was yeah. it was fun. And then <laughs> not sure if I can actually say this on the podcast, but I'm going to anyway. Go ahead. Um, I was 20 at the time. Uh-huh. So those shows I wasn't allowed to be in because uh-huh. it was 21 and 21. over. So there's actually a photo that Richie himself took of all of us carrying gear because they said, just carry gear. They're not going to ask questions. You're a roadie. Yeah. They were like, (laughs) don't do anything stupid. Obviously don't get us in trouble, but carry this gear. They won't, they won't question. They won't ID you at the door. So, you know, I'm sitting there 20, like chain smoking, looking like an adult. Yeah. Carrying gear. They're not going to question. So I snuck into all those shows and it was, it was a good time. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. When did you guys see each other after that again? Um, it was probably about six months. Um, we kind of talked it over. We were on the phone for hours and hours and just back and forth sending pictures. And eventually it was oh. like, hey, I like you. He was like, <laughs> I like you. But we went over like the terms that we had, you know, like yeah. most people do. And lay it all out on the yeah, table. Pretty yeah. much. So we ended up talking and then we were like, well, let's get together. And he uh, saved up some money and flew me out there. So oh. probably about six months later, I got to actually see him when he was back touring because it was during oh. um, right before COVID. So they oh. were going all over. Oh, OK. And then um, during COVID, we were kind of going back and forth to seeing each other oh. until eventually I just moved in with him one day. <laughs> oh. Just never went here back. in Texas? Yeah, here in Texas. <laughs> Houston. Yeah, oh. he, he sent me a message. He said, you should move in with me. And I said, OK. So I got rid of all my stuff, uh-huh. packed up what I could in That's an airplane. That's so exciting. And, yeah. That's just like a totally here. different life. Oh yeah. I thought we were going <laughs> to move into his van, but he was like, <laughs> I really did. I thought we were going to like sleep. Live in the van. Yeah. But, um, cause he, I remember the day he called, I was at a bus stop cause I had three jobs at the time. So I was going to the one job and he calls me and he's like, I got us an apartment. Also, I, my van is in a ditch. I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, that's good, but that's not good. Yeah, <laughs> so it was really confusing emotions, but then I just ended up just moving away and yeah. uh, came here and have been here for almost three and a half years. Wow. So, yeah. Are you used to the Texas heat already? No, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> do you miss your cold winters up there? I do. I don't miss shoveling. Yeah. But oh, wow. I do miss the cold. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like to have the house like 65 and he likes to have it at 75. So it's always like a yeah. little power struggle. What is your favorite song your spouse has written? Do you have a favorite? Ooh, a favorite. 
I think it switches as things progress. Mm-hmm. But um, there's a song he wrote called On the Wind that they do in Swingin' Bottles. And originally they were kind of testing it out more as like um, an acoustic song. Uh-huh. I really liked that. The lyrics oh. just kind of struck. And a lot of times he'll sit down and write something and I'll help him write like the lyrics for it. But um, On the Wind was something he did on his own. And I really enjoy that one. Oh, does he still play it? He does. He they does. they oh. rocked it out. And I think that's going up on their, their CD coming out soon. But they do it almost every show. But they had popular. a show recently, right? They did. I think they yeah. played it at, at that the one Scout too. Bar. Scout Bar, yeah. yeah. Was it with uh, LA Guns? LA Guns, LA yeah. Guns, yeah. And I think like that's exciting. Yeah, there's Dirty Mind and another band as well. Yeah, uh, the one thing about being with a musician is you know everybody plays. Yeah, everybody has gigs. You know, and it's, it's kind of hard yeah. to see people playing. It really know? is. Yeah, it's especially like now that we have a baby and everything, it's hard because we're not on the same schedule anymore. But I used to travel with them to every single show. Yeah, I mean, there's videos of us at like they did a promo video at Scout Bar last year two years ago uh-huh. and you could see like you'd see me in the crowd it's really oh. obvious because as soon as you put the flash on i'm the palest one in the room <laughs> <laughs> so they're like oh, that one his number one fan oh yeah <laughs> oh what's your favorite memory of seeing him on stage this one's actually <laughs> great it was uh like a small little outdoor bar called yeah. drifters uh-huh. way out there like you have to pass the whole forest just to <laughs> just wow. to get to it it's it's Nick- Nick in the woods. Yeah, and it's always a Sunday <laughs> show, like one to five, because oh, they do the okay. three hour shows. Yeah. And um it was with Shotgun Sally and I had just finished my songs, so I get off on stage and um I don't remember what song he was doing, but he started doing some like crazy thing with his guitar, and then for some reason he decided it'd be really funny to spit up in the air and catch it with his hand. <gasps> and I don't know why, but that like Made me laugh so hard. Did he catch so it? Hard. He did. He did. Oh, he did. okay. <laughs> it was the most ridiculously funny thing, but it was a Sunday show, yeah. which meant that we were all hanging out on Friday and Saturday. And yeah. so we had been drinking for two days straight. And this yeah. was our continuance of drinking and the hot sun is directly above us. So we're all tired. We're all sweaty. <laughs> we're a mess. Everyone's in the same clothes, uh-huh. you know. And for some reason, that just, that always struck me as one of my favorite shows because he did something so ridiculous. and Spontaneous. Yeah. yeah. I think that same show, actually, uh, the bass player, Stevie, he ended up getting sick because uh-huh. he had overdrank and uh, he was still playing bass <laughs> as he was <laughs> getting sick. So Aww. we've got photos of him over by the van, like well, leaning over. He was over. green. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a, there's the edge of the bar. Um or not the bar, the the stage in the back, and you could see the little like head of the bass go up when everyone else's instruments <laughs> went up, and he was still trying to participate a hundred percent. So shout out to fucking Stevie Mayhem for, for hanging, being a trooper. <laughs> but that's probably my my favorite show to see them all. And just, it was the same show. It was Aww. yeah, they were all just like goofing around, and it was just a like a good time. You could tell they were enjoying themselves, and that's Aww. typically how the band is. So yeah. it was just all over a good time. Well, you sent me a song, Chinese rock uh, over pandemic. Um, this was, I mean, a while ago, like when pandemic first started mm-hmm. and I had just moved here and, um, never really got into singing. Wasn't ever my thing. I didn't really like the spotlight, but oh. it was always just a thing where I was like, okay. You didn't like the spotlight? No, no. And you're a singer? Yeah. It's so funny. I have terrible <laughs> stage fright. You're I get all in front. <laughs> I get all red in the face and honestly, like I have astigmatism. Uh-huh. So it's great. Because when I'm up on stage, I don't put on my glasses, which means that I can't see anybody because all the stage lights hit me so bright. Uh-huh. I can't see, see anybody. anybody? <laughs> like I can make out a few faces if I really yeah. look. But um, for the most part, yeah, I, I have 
like I get the shakes, I get really nervous before shows. And then once you get on, you just have to pretend like it's all good. But um, no, Chinese Rocks was a, there was two songs, two Ramon songs that we covered. It was just something he wanted to put together. Mm -hmm. And uh, this one guy, Jay, he was like, oh, let's, let's do these. I'll play bass. And um, we just, we got like a little group of people together and he's done it with, with other people as well. Uh Uh-huh. And he was like, let's cover two Ramon songs. We'll just put these out. We'll make a video. We'll call it like Pandemic Punk. And I was like, <laughs> okay, cool. So yeah. we did that and I want to live, but this one ended up being better. But you can you can really hear it. My voice is really like timid and I was just starting out. So I didn't know how to get all that like gruff and grime into the oh. song. Video actually was upstairs at Rudyard's too. So Rudyard's oh. was closed upstairs completely, <sighs> but we managed to go upstairs and film a whole video. So like- I've got videos of me in the bathroom because that was my dressing room since Aww. I was the only female. So. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't even think Rudyard's does much upstairs other than a few shows here and there. But Well, we're going to go ahead and play it. Oh, sounds good. Give everybody a taste. And your husband, Glenn, is on the guitar. Yes, he plays You're guitar. You're on the vocals. Who's mm-hmm. the drummer? I want to say it's Chris Moy. It's rock. <laughs> Olivia with the lovely Tiffany. Hey, hey. Who's married to Glenn Gilbert. Yes, Gigi Sleaze, as he's known on stage. What's your what's your stage name? <laughs> uh, CK, actually. CK? Yeah, oh. Johnny came up with a little abbreviation. Uh-huh. Everyone was just calling me like Tiff, Tiffany. There was like a whole bunch of different versions. Right. Coffin Kitten. It was like a whole crazy thing. So uh-huh. we shortened it to CK and it kind of just stuck to the wall. Oh, okay. So yeah. Nickname. Cool nickname. What is the biggest, one of the biggest challenges that you think being married to a musician? The biggest is probably timing. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of times they're gone on weekends. They're gone on holidays. They're gone, you know, sometimes four or five nights out of the week. I mean, and if they go touring, then they're gone for months. I mean, he went to go record 
um, up in LA and up in Washington a few times. So they'd be gone for two weeks at a time. And sometimes that gets difficult (laughs) because there's only so much you could text and they're in the studio. So they're not ignoring you. They're just working. Same thing at shows. You know, he, he plays three hour shows every weekend. Like, so it, it gets complicated. Sometimes you can't do anything on the weekend. Sometimes date nights don't happen unless you go to the show, but you kind of make it work. It's not a bad thing, but It's definitely challenging sometimes. You gotta adjust, right? Yeah. And what do you think is one of the most rewarding? Uh, rewarding is definitely the people that you meet, the oh. experiences you have. Uh-huh. Um, met a lot of amazing people. I mean, I've met you through the music scene, which oh. has been amazing. So, and that led me to this opportunity oh. here. So it's it's great. But you you meet people and you know you get to know them and they get to know you and you have mm-hmm. people who will follow you around to different bands, different shows. Um, you know, my entire wedding was pretty much helped out because of all the people that we met along the way through music. Mm-hmm. So it's been, uh, it's been super rewarding. There's, there's really no downside no, to it. Your wedding was awesome. Thank you. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. It was nice. I don't remember a lot of the last part, but it was good. <laughs> it was good. Well, I didn't stay, stick around for the last part. I had to leave because Ray had a There's gig. a show. Yeah. 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 <laughs> See, it's always a show. <laughs> what advice would you give to someone who is dating a musician um who or who just started dating a musician and you know yeah uh be patient be open-minded and be ready most of all um Mm -hmm. it takes a very special person to be with a musician Mm -hmm. um and it depends on the type of musician there are people who kind of just this is their fun hour they kind of play. And then there's people who make this like their life's mission. Yeah. And it's not always easy. You know, it's a group of boys doing what boys do. I mean, there's females, obviously. But in my case, it's, you know, <laughs> it's a group of people who are just always making jokes. They're always laughing. They got to do certain stuff on stage. And, mm-hmm. you know, and there's going to be all types of people in the crowd. So you just have to have that patience. You have to be open minded with everything because mm-hmm. there's things that happen at shows and you just got to be ready for it. You know, it's not always the easiest, but it's, it's fun. It's, it's fun. definitely fun. Oh, that's, that's good advice. Thank you. What, uh, what's one of the craziest things you have seen at his shows? One of his shows. Craziest. You know what? There was a show. <laughs> so sorry. I have to say this into the microphone, <laughs> but there was a show where we were playing. I want to say it was D's Irish Tavern. There's always this group of ladies who was there, but I think it was like her mom's birthday or something like that. Mm-hmm. Really, really sweet. Um, they ended up taking a photo of me and she was like, I'm going to take it in a cool angle. And it wasn't until like a day later that she sent me the photos that I realized she got like an upskirt photo. <gasps> and I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> but then I went to get up on stage uh-huh. and both her and her mother side by side decided to flash me on stage and i thought that, <laughs> that was, was crazy that was the craziest thing because it's her and her, her mom, mom that's and so awkward everything's this like pirate luau kind of thing uh-huh. and there's like so many people in the crowd it was it was like a just mess <laughs> but it was like the fun kind of mess yeah. so we're all kind of just laughing because I'm confused. I was like, I could never with my mother. Like, <laughs> absolutely not. I don't even like curse mother, in front like of daughter. My mother. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> but they were both having a great time. They're both uh, lovely ladies. You know, they go every time we're there. And um, then at the end of the night, I think Johnny ended up busting his head over a speaker. <gasps> and I mean, like, bad, like, blood bleeding everywhere. Oh, wow. You know, I think there's still blood on my, like, my 
uh, one jacket from that show. You know, there's blood on the check, and you know, <laughs> that's the same show. It was, yeah, it's the same show. It was like everything. Oh, and then I think like someone fell off a stage. Like at one point, like everything that could go wrong. go wrong at that show <laughs> went wrong. Oh, and I showed up in a. I had a, a T-shirt that was white that said "Bride" on it, and I did my makeup right before the show. Uh-huh. And someone was like, "Are you wearing that T-shirt just to get free shots?" Or da da da. And then I was like. <laughs> It, it was just everything was so oh, weird about that show. But so it was memorable. It was definitely <laughs> memorable, but uh, definitely weird. I've, I've never so had crazy. that experience before. But That's so crazy. There's been other crazy ones, but I think that one takes the cake. Uh-huh. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, well, you remember it, and you remember everything from it, so yeah, I, I left do. that impression. I do. <laughs> A fun impression. Yes, definitely. <laughs> okay, Tiffany, let's get into you now. Oh, we talked a lot about Glenn. Always, yeah. <laughs> but you're also a, a singer, an entertainer. I am. How yeah. did you get into music, into S- singing? Yeah, so it was kind of funny. I mean, I did um, some like little bitty theater in high school and middle school, but was never like the lead. Like I didn't. It wasn't my goal in life to ever be that kind of spotlight or to sing or anything. But um, was it because of the stage fright? Yeah, mm-hmm. that, and I just I never had a desire. It oh, was like okay. you know. I liked music. I liked old rock music, like, you know, old bubblegum LA glam music, but just not enough to want to do that ever. Uh And um, I was here and it was back when there was a band called the Convicts Mm -hmm. that uh, Johnny was first in and Glenn started filling in here and there for it. And someone had requested Cherry Bomb from the the Runaways. Yeah. And um, of course, I'm just sitting in the crowd supporting my husband. Uh Oh, well boyfriend at the time we weren't engaged we weren't married it was he was he was my boyfriend at the time Uh which feels so weird to say but I was just sitting at the table someone had requested it and uh all of a sudden Glenn comes up to me and he says so you're doing cherry bomb and I was like you have never heard me sing ever so there's no no (laughs) absolutely not and he goes no 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 someone threw money in the tip jar and you're a chick and that's a chick song so you got to sing it. So he volunteered you. Fit the part. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like without knowing what I sound like or anything, he was like, you fit the mold, go sing the song. And I was like, I don't know it. And he's like, well, learn it. So I go out in the parking lot because it's like almost like a, a beach show. Like it's right on the water. Oh, so it's okay. not really like the beach, but it's a whole bunch of water and there's like a pool there and the restaurant. But I go out into the parking lot area, phone to my ear, and I've got about like five minutes before this song starts playing. So <laughs> they're wow. all sitting there listening to it in their ears, trying to figure it out. And I've got to learn the words in, in a short minutes. amount of time. Yeah, wow. I'd heard it growing up, but yeah. like I don't pay attention to the words and everything. And well, I ended up doing it. It got like it got really, really good. Like people started requesting it more. I had people like putting money into the tip jar at other shows, and they're like, "Hey, can that can that chick sing that song again?" and became a staple in the set so oh. then that's how I started singing when it moved on to be shotgun Sally um when they started doing that they kept cherry bomb in uh-huh. and then they added like born to raise hell and then you know we did a few other songs but that one always stuck and I still have people to this day who uh-huh. if they see me in public and they recognize me they'll be like cherry bomb <laughs> and that just became my name really? so oh. yeah there are some people who just know me as the chick who sings cherry bomb which is kind of kind of great but it, it started out as like a fluke almost like I I wasn't meant to sing it I wasn't supposed to I was just there at a show and they were just like you <laughs> sing it <laughs> well you did good then. thank you you did good yeah it landed a lot so of then, other gigs. Uh, after that you had interest or 
Or they just kept pushing for you to sing songs. They kind of kept pushing. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, I kind of liked the attention I was getting from it. Because it was kind of uh, cool, you know. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of known as the one who dressed up. So everyone assumed I was with the band. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, my husband's in it. But this is just how I dress. Uh-huh. And then. Because you do have a look. I do. Yeah. yeah. Every, it's it's yeah. a very distinct kind of look. look. And, yeah. you know, it's not like every day. Like uh-huh. if I'm just chilling at home, I'm not going to tease my hair up all the way to the ceiling. But, <laughs> um. Yeah, no, it's definitely a look. So it become it became like a, a staple thing now. It shows that that's just how I dress and that's who I am. And I have people who will follow me from that band to my other band and uh-huh. hopefully to the new project. But um, yeah, so it, it just, it was an accident that just became a really good, really good thing. And now you have a passion for it? Yeah, yeah. now, now you I'm really excited. Like, but you still have stage fright or... Yeah, I still right. I still have stage fright. I could never. If you wouldn't have told me, I would have never known because I, I've seen you several yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. You don't show it. No, oh, absolutely not. Yeah. If if you see me right before I go on, when that intro music plays, I am pacing back and forth behind stage. There's been a few times I've thrown up before the show. <laughs> like, I, I shake. I get all panicked. But I kind of live by the rule of, like, whatever I'm feeling is what the crowd feels too. Mm -hmm. So if I get up on stage and I look like I'm not having a good time, I can't expect the crowd to have a good time too. So as soon as I get up on stage, I am no longer me. I am CK and we're going to do things that CK does. That's a good mentality. Yeah. That's a good mentality. I have never heard that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely good, especially with people with stage, right? Cause you kind of, you don't pretend to be someone else, but you just, you have to have that energy. Because you just need everyone else around you to feel it. Like, it's kind of like a fake it till you make it thing. Uh-huh. So if I look like I'm having a great time <laughs> and I, like, build the energy up, well, then people respond to that, you know? How does it feel to to be, to when you get to perform with your husband, your spouse is right there right next to you, right? Oh, I love How, it how's so that much. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I love that feeling. There's There's been a few times where, like, I'll mess with him on stage, you know, mm-hmm. like, I'll go ahead and one of the songs actually, like, pull on his collar and, oh. like, you know, get him all close to me and... You know, people think that that's kind of funny and, yeah. you know, then they find out that we're married and, or people who knew beforehand, you know, yeah. they, they're like, that's so cute. Mm-hmm. Like you get to do that with your husband. I'm like, yeah. I mean, yeah. sometimes it definitely gets annoying. There, there are days where I'm just like, <laughs> stay over there. Don't, yeah. You <laughs> stay that corner over there. But overall it's fun because then you know your limit of like how comfortable everyone is. Mm-hmm. Like the whole band I'm kind of close with so I can like go over to him and like tossle his hair or something Aww. like things that you wouldn't really like expect someone to do yeah you kind of get a little leeway to do that on stage because yeah. you know everyone and because he's my husband i've got yeah. a little more leeway to kind of fuck with him on stage <laughs> which is kind of nice so as much as you support him then he supports you too because he's the one that pushed you to sing he does yeah <laughs> he's he's actually great there there was a point in time when uh, brent actually came out to one of the shows and that's when he handed me the lyrics and said look i've got this band you know i think you'd be a cool singer do you want to give it a shot and i was like yeah and the first week after rehearsing it i told him i was like i don't think this is for me i don't think i can do it it's it's not really my shtick and he was the first person to be like no i think you should i think you should go after this i think it'd be good for you and then you know that turned into dark side and it became like this this really good thing so um he's he's always been supportive and then even um i'm actually going to drop the name but the new project is called third rate villains Uh so even in that um, I'd be like, Hey, I've got this idea. This is what I hear, but I can't play guitar. Can you figure oh. it out? And so he'd sit there with me and I'd sing it for him and he'd strum it out and do the guitar parts. And he also plays bass. So he helps me write the music for it. 
So, so you you write the song. You're writing songs too, then. Yeah. Yes. So um, so for my own project, I do that. But they even mm-hmm. even some of his songs, he'll sit there and he'll strum, and I'll create some lyrics, and we'll bounce off. Like we'll bounce That's ideas. That's so cool. Yeah, That's it's so it's cool nice. because like um, you guys are working together, and and yeah, you know, yeah, and y'all support each other. Yeah, we do. It's that's, it's that's really so good. Yeah, it is. It's nice. <laughs> I'm gonna play another song. Yeah, and uh, then we'll come right back. Sounds good. Finish chatting. Enjoy. with Tiffany. Hey, hey. So tell me, Tiffany, do you have any funny or weird stories on the road? Being, um, uh, maybe traveling with your husband <clears throat> to shows or, or maybe on the road or yeah, shows? there's, there's a whole bunch, but, um, <laughs> one that actually stands out is, uh, trying to get ready. So we have this big Ford van, uh, Johnny owns it now, but at the time that was the workhorse and, um, we'd be traveling to gigs and there's no AC in this van. Windows are blacked out in the back. It's spray painted. So there's no windows on the side, no windows in the back. And um, 
it's it's an old car. It's ninety nine, mm. so it's uh, like a roll up window. Oh. So you have to manually do that. Some <laughs> of the doors don't work. It swerves a little bit to the left. Like it's 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 a junker, but it's it's our junker. It's, yeah, but it you know, gets you to the shows. It does. It gets us where we need to be. And um, trying to get ready in that thing would be so funny because him and I at the time worked at the same place and then gigged at the same place. So we just twenty four hours a day traveled together, and it was. It was great, actually. I miss those times, but um, trying to get ready in a van in Houston heat is the <laughs> worst thing. I'm talking like I have to get ready from scratch kind of thing. So uh. I'm like sitting there. I'm sweating. There's no mirror on the the visor. visor. So I have a mirror that I have to prop up like between the windshield. Now, thank goodness he's a slow driver. Like <laughs> just, That would have been terrible but i'm sitting there trying to do my makeup in the car but i'd be putting on the makeup and it'd be sweating down my face and i just try to put more powder on to try to cover it back up and trying to tease my hair but the roof is like hitting the tease and so i can't and then trying to put on tights and like oh. vinyl or latex or velvet or <laughs> it's anything. all sticking to yeah. you <laughs> i'm like that's an extra process because then you're sweating and then it yeah. sticks and then it's like tight and you can't pull it up <laughs> pull it up so and i'm doing that right in the front seat so there's been times like my foot is all the way on the ceiling and <laughs> probably should have put my cash app on the window like you know just trying to trying to get ready and there's been times where we'd be driving and you know glenn wouldn't realize you know we're dressed up for a gig and and there was one time that someone was kind of like pulling up next to us and they weren't really laughing but they weren't really like angry either they were just kind of making a face uh-huh. like they were only slightly amused and he was like i don't understand what they're laughing at like <laughs> what could they possibly i was like baby you're an adult man it is early a.m. and you were in glitter and full face of lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> of course, they're laughing at us. Like we look ridiculous. Aww. Of course, they're laughing. And then he was like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense." But there's there's always weird stuff that happens. Um, glitter and lipstick. Glitter and lipstick. Yeah, he's. I mean, he had his long hair at the time, and I'm telling you, bright. His lipstick was brighter than mine. It's bright red, and he's got this blue glitter jacket on. I remember uh, it. Uh-huh. It's sparkling in the sun, and I'm pretty sure those people were like, "It's 9 a.m. What are they doing?" So, it's to them, it could look weird, or you know, there's like weird interactions with other people. I mean, we were we were on our way to no, we were coming back from an LA trip. Uh-huh. Um, he was playing a show at the Whiskey A Go Go with the Zeros. Uh, awesome show it was fucking i would killer. love to see a show there oh man it I, was... i've seen it and i've been in there but not for a show i mean i went in there yeah <laughs> it was yeah. it was a really good time it was the zeros were the main event but uh-huh. uh he was playing with prophets of addiction and a band that i really like called foxy rocks was playing as well uh-huh. so you know i got to meet everybody and then we all went <laughs> for a drink at the rainbow and i thought it was oh. the coolest experience and you know we got to meet someone named well i got to meet someone named animal dave who was a longtime friend of everyone down there and oh. um it was cool we actually slept in the car on his front lawn and i've got stories of that but that's that's, <laughs> that's a whole that's a whole other thing but <laughs> we're coming back from la and, uh, you know, I'm in my travel clothes, so yeah. I have big shades on, you know, my hair still teased from the whole weekend. Cause I'm not, I'm going to be honest, like none of us showered, we're yeah. sleeping in a car and yeah. you know, we're going from place to place. You just yeah. wear your gig clothes. So I'm in these like just black and white sweatpants, oversized t-shirt. Oh. We're just, we're just traveling. And somewhere in Arizona uh-huh. we go through and, um, we pull into a gas station uh, we had Lisa Fur with us, and it was just me, Lisa Fur, and Glenn. She goes into the gas station, and Glenn is standing outside, and I'm outside smoking a cigarette. 
And this random guy comes up to me and he was like, I really like your pants. And I was like, thanks, man. I got them for free somewhere. I, I don't even remember. Like someone had like gave me these, these sweatpants. <laughs> it was just some random things that I didn't care about. He was like, I'll trade you for them. And trade you what <laughs> yeah exactly so at first i was like all right is this guy being creepy like he sees this girl i want your pants i'm like all right where is this going yeah but then we start like talking because you know he's like can i buy my cigarette i was like yeah no problem so we're sitting there we're just oh. smoking like just chatting it up and he tells me that he's just a guy who hops on trains goes everywhere goes anywhere and it was like him this other dude and this little puppy and they just that's what they do they just travel everywhere and he he had this set of overalls with all these patches on it and it looked like he collected things along his way so that's when I kind of realized like oh you're not being creepy you genuinely like these pants and so I'm looking at Glenn and Glenn's looking at me like what the hell is going on I was like <laughs> oh, fucking no so um anyway I was like well what do you got and so um that will always be the weirdest time for me was the time I barter traded my sweatpants outside of an Arizona gas station. I was going to say, you to traded them. I did. To a, what, what did you get? To a weird hobo. Um, <laughs> I I got a homemade patch, uh -huh. a choker that he had made and then custom fitted for me right there outside, oh. and um, a pair of sunglasses that were in the shape of a cloud with little raindrops hanging off of them. <laughs> so it was... It wasn't like a But great what were you wearing after that? <laughs> oh, I just pulled out like, I think I just pulled out like the pants I'd been wearing on the oh, trip. Okay. Uh -huh. So I wore jeans the rest yes. of the time and it wasn't the most comfortable, but yeah. I mean, it got a great story of just yeah. barter trading pants at a gas station somewhere yeah. USA, you know? <laughs> so, From someone who yeah, someone who's who, traveled all over. Yeah. No idea who this guy was. Never spoke to him again. No idea. Don't even remember his name. But, but he's going to remember how he got the pants. Yes. And yes. I will always remember, remember how you got, <laughs> how how you got, got the those sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. That's a cool story. Thank you. That's, yeah. That's something different. But yeah, it's, it's things you don't expect. And uh -huh. normal people might not have those experiences. But when you're on the road, sometimes you get, it's not on the road, on the road. I mean, yeah. I wasn't the one touring, but yeah, you know, it's like shit like that, that actually gets kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean, you, you're the wife. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> See, your husband so was I'm touring. also involved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hey, Tiffany, why don't we go ahead and just play one of your husband songs? Yeah. Sounds good. Get the chance again And as I stumble 
And we're back. Olivia with Tiffany. Hey, hey. From Dark Side of Bolivian. Yes, ma'am. And she's married to Glenn Gilbert. Mm-hmm. Gigi Sleaze, <laughs> as he's known on stage. We, we both have our stage names. What's so your stage name? CK. CK? Yeah. Okay, well, we, we talked about Glenn, your husband. Yeah. And now we talked about you. Yep. And there's somebody else we want to talk about. Ah, Yes. <laughs> The new baby. The new baby. Yeah, she's four months old now, mm-hmm. but getting bigger every single day. It's She's so cute. Thank you. <laughs> I, I never, well, we never expected to have a child. You know, when you think the rock life, you know, yes. you're drinking all week and you're partying all week and uh, you don't expect to have a, a little a baby. baby at home. You know? <laughs> it's, it's been an adjustment, but it's definitely a blessing. She's like one of the best things that's ever happened to us, so. I like that post. You had posted one time a picture of, is was it uh, Johnny holding her? And then her yes. dad is there and then somebody else. And you said three men and a baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, so actually that was at a show. Uh-huh. Yeah. So um, we took that down in Surfside. Uh-huh. Um, they had played a show and it was the first one she'd ever been to, I think. Uh-huh. And now I don't keep her there because it's loud and we keep her towards the back, but it's kind of like an outdoor area. Yeah. And um. I thought it would be cute that she gets to see daddy play on stage. So yeah. she ended up hanging out. She does really good with the music. She doesn't get cranky. She doesn't get tired. She just sits there and she thinks all the lights are amusing and <laughs> she can recognize everyone. Cause Johnny's like her best friend on the planet. And oh. you know, then you've got Stevie who she absolutely adores. And then um, Ron on drums and you know, he gets to hold her and she'll fall asleep right in his arms. So she she's friendly with the whole band. Like they all love and adore her. And, yeah. you know, they all have kids of their own, too. So they all think she's just precious. And oh. so, yeah, that that picture was I was <laughs> like, all right, your turn. <laughs> and so, you know, and then I also got to get up on stage at that show, too, which was the first time singing after having her. Oh, and um, so I got to, like, go up and be close to her when she was kind of giggling. Like, that's mommy. so cute yeah. to have. To have your baby seeing you. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it's crazy to have her grow up in the rock scene, too. Yeah. You know, that's definitely an unusual thing for a child. Um, and I don't know how, like, the famous musicians do it, but... For, well, it's uh, going to be totally normal for her because that's probably all she's going to know. Exactly. That's Because that's it's mommy and daddy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So... It's been crazy, but everything up to uh, during the pregnancy when I was still doing shows and then, you know, before the pregnancy still doing shows Uh and um even down to her name uh there was almost like everyone called her the rock and roll grandma of the thing and her name was Jules Uh and um she was married to Bill DeGidio Uh and a great guy you know he walked me down the aisle at my wedding you Uh know he's he's one of the closest people that I consider you know family here in Texas and, uh, you know, he opened his home to us. He was one of the first people I met when I was here. Um, just all over, a, a great guy. And um, when Glenn and I first got together, his wife was really sick. And she ended up passing away. Mm-hmm. So I never got the chance to meet her. Mm-hmm. But um, she was super influential in Glenn's life. And um, just in the lives of everyone in that scene. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone remembered her as being this beautiful, bright person. You know, she just shown through everyone's lives and um I even the the one time we were over at Bill's house we were having a party and I remember being really cold and he was like here take this shirt and it was one of her shirts but ended up having blue buttons on it and you need something blue for your wedding yeah so I ended up sewing those buttons on the inside of my wedding dress so not only was 
he there to she walk me down. Room. She was there too. So yeah, and I know that meant a lot to Glenn, but I mean, back to the baby, we were going over what we could name her, what we should name her. Uh-huh. Um, once we found out that it was a girl, I just remember sitting there one night where we're both just kind of silent. And I was like, well, why don't we name her Jules? And he loved that idea. And I was like, well, make sure it's good with Bill. You know, I don't want to overstep any lines. And Bill thought that was a great idea too. He was like, I love that you're going to name her that. So yeah, her full name is Julianne Marie to, oh, to match his, to honor his her. wife. Yeah. To yeah. honor her. And you know, so you know her name her whole entire life i mean she's she's been to a few shows i know that that's going to sound crazy to a lot of people but some of these outdoor family events you know you'd you'd be proactive about it be safe about it Mm -hmm. you know she's not right up at front on the stage around a whole bunch of people smoking you know she's in the back in a safe distance she's got protective things for where you know she has a great time and we don't keep her there the whole time it's a three-hour show i'm (laughs) i'm not gonna keep a baby there for three hours but you know the first 30 minutes the first hour she thinks it's really cute so her whole life she'll be surrounded by musicians her whole life is probably mapped out already it it really is (laughs) i mean her babysitters are musicians she grows up with music Uh she actually thinks it's the cutest thing i would sing to her when she was in my womb and then she got used to hearing all the the music and the noise right now she's at the stage where she's trying to babble she's trying to talk Um, she can't make any noises but she tries (laughs) but i've noticed certain songs make her smile and make her giggle and uh she'll actually try to like sing along with you because she takes after her dad and she talks she might be a singer like her mommy that's yeah (laughs) like both of us so you know that would be so cute I, i can't wait till she's old enough that i can give her one of those like fake mics that he you know, you get at like Walmart or something yeah. and we can have our own little party at home. Yeah. 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 She'll, she'll have the whole setup. Forget about a karaoke, kid's karaoke machine. She's oh, going to yeah. have the whole setup. Be, exactly. <laughs> She's got mom and dad right there. Exactly. <laughs> she'll have a whole group and then, you know, my band and his band and the yeah. whole scene, they were all so excited yeah. for her. Oh, so it's, that's so cute. you know, everyone's going to step up and be there for her. And yeah. I really like that because there's a sense of community that you know, isn't often talked about, but it's just known in the bands. Yeah. Yes. In the bands and, and in the scene itself, everyone yeah. is there to help you and everyone's yeah. there to, you know, support you through everything. So it's kind of a nice little thing. As soon as we have the baby, there's a whole flood of texts from people who I didn't even like think about, you know, that would care about that. <laughs> not that they wouldn't care, but yeah. it's just not something that I thought would be important on their list, but yeah. they still even reached out. It was like, let us know oh. how it goes. How's the baby? How are you? How's Glenn? You know? So it's, it's great to, to have such good people in oh. the community. And, um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely crazy to have a little tiny baby that I look yeah. after now. Yeah. Oh Yeah. And she's going to look so cute with the clothes like you. You have the whole look down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, my gosh. And she's a girl, you know. Yeah, it's it's crazy, too, because everyone was assuming. They're like, oh, are you going to buy her, like, black outfits and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And I was like, no, I want to put her in the cutest little pink, pink dresses with these big pink bows. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Because she's got, he's going to hate me for spilling this, but uh, she has his hair. And uh, he's a natural redhead. So um, she has his ginger hair and Uh she has my green eyes. And both of us are pale. Uh So she's got her like super pale skin too. So she's just overall just a gorgeous child. And you put her in pink and she's like the cutest little baby ever. So like that pink shoot we did. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Like that photo shoot. She's completely decked out in Barbie color pink. And, you know, so it might look odd to people when we go out. Because if Glenn's fully dressed up to the tens and I'm dressed up Uh and then we've got this cute little beautiful little baby next to us it kind of looks strange like (laughs) who let you two have a child (laughs) but i mean it's 
We oh. love her so much. And thanks for dropping by, Tiffany. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for so having much. me. And and um, I wanted to have this platform for the for the wives too. You know, um, always good. And like like you said a, a minute ago, the it's a community. Like. Mm-hmm. The guys have their bond and the girls have their bond. They too. do. They do. It's together, but it's definitely because, separated. Uh, we all understand. <laughs> yes. And we all, we're all, uh, we're all experiencing everything the same. You know? yeah. 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 It might not be the same band, but it's, yeah. it's the same. It's shtick. the same. Yeah. yeah. The same life. Exactly. <laughs> and um, we're their number one fans. Always. Always. <laughs> but say hi to your husband for us. Hey, Gigi Sleeves. How you doing, <laughs> handsome? Thank you so much for dropping by. Thank really you for having me. a good time. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. Whenever you want to come by again. Oh, just give me a call. A hundred percent. Right around the corner. Right around the corner. <laughs> it's so close. Did you want to give any shouts out to anybody? Um, Yeah, actually, shout out to my friend Jeremy, uh-huh. who uh, he's in a band called Houston and the Dirty Rats. They're actually coming here on the 12th, I believe. September? Yes. Where and um, Trip 6. Where's the... Um, so it's right here in Houston. It's not too far. Okay. Um, definitely try to make it out if you can. They came all the way from New Jersey. Okay. Um, they tour all the time, but Jeremy's always been one of my closest friends and Aww. always a big supporter. So, you know, hopefully I'll get to see him soon, but Aww. shout out to you, my man. Okay. We're winding it down. Special thanks to my guest, Tiffany Gilbert, wife of Glenn Gilbert. And I hope you enjoyed my first show. Thanks for the support. And if you like the music that you heard, follow Tiffany Gilbert and Glenn Gilbert's pages for their upcoming events and for upcoming news. Next week, I uh, will be joined by Miss Tina Rasco, wife of Del Rasco, who's an extraordinary guitarist. He's with Dark Side Oblivion, Distance of Thought, and several other bands. And I will also be playing some of his music. So be sure to tune in next week. <laughs>